0: Hello
1: everyone and welcome to the L-E-G-I-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. I I am Murray, and this week I am an officer of fountains. Oh, I'm finding out unused nickel tubes are instead not or are are instead now streaming. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) See Up at the cottage, we have this little room off the main room, which used to be like millions of years ago, like a little laundry room. But we haven't had like a washer or dryer or anything attached to the pipes in like a million years. So I'm looking at this room going, I want to get rid of these pipes. I'm just going to like cut them. I just like they're sticking out of the wall. They're just they're ugly. I figure no water's coming out of them. Nobody's using them. I'm just going to cut them. And then plaster up the wall, and boom, it's going to look beautiful again. Mm. But before I do the cutting, I think, hmm, maybe, maybe, maybe I should just check. Check with someone. Yeah. So, you know, you phone your dad, and he's like, oh, yeah, you don't want to cut those. (laughs) Don't cut those pipes, because there's still water in them. And you're going to have a little fountain feature in the middle of your your new office that you weren't planning on having
2: (laughs) a fountain feature. I love that. (laughs) You know, you know, (laughs) so a a building euphemism. Totally. So my renos
1: have hit a slight uh, detour as I try to figure out how I'm going to, how I'm going to close off these pipes. Cause normally, like in most homes, you can see, that, like you go down in the basement and you find the water pipes and you can turn off the water to that particular thing but when they built this place they hid all the pipes like in the ceilings uh-huh. and and it's and nothing's easy nothing's easy but i will figure it out before nothing the end of the ever, summer
2: nothing ever is Murray. nothing nope. ever
1: is and nothing. i mean a fountain feature would look lovely but It's not really what I have planned for that particular corner of the room. So (laughs) just
3: call it a bidet for Colossal boy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Totally. Totally. We could have a bidet. There we go. Okay. Now I'm Now I am renovating my rental plans. There we go. Perfect.
2: Problem solved. I I I can't imagine (laughs) anything else that could go wrong. No, (laughs) No, totally. All right. Well, folks, I am uh, Paul French, and I am uh, today an agent of crossovers, Um, and it's appropriate because, of course, we are right now in the midst of a crossover, Um, but also I uh, got a, um, uh, well, I'll I'll tell you what, what my thing stands for first. So, yes, agent of crossovers can read over someone's shoulder, objective, vacating, expendable red skies. (laughs) <laughs> right, because we know with every crossover there's always a bunch of red sky issues so this week uh or this past week um the uh dark crisis issue one came out and i thought you know what i'll check this out i heard an interview with josh williamson talking about it, and i thought you know i'm gonna check this out i've enjoyed some of what i've read of the uh, multiversal stuff that's been going on and i thought well this this, this 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 might be fun. And I also thought of the, you know, the idea of the uh, the tie in to this whole great darkness thing that uh, is going to be affecting the Legion. And uh, Mm -hmm. so I thought, yeah, I'm in. I said, you know, throw throw that in my file. And then I get an email back. Do you want me to get you all the tie ins, too? I'm like, wait, what tie ins? Mm -hmm. Well, you know, there's a few one shots and a blah, blah, blah and a blah, blah, blah. I say, you know what? Here's the thing. I want stuff that is, you know. Actually, part of the story, I got no interest in your uh, in, in your red, sk- you know, fake red sky uh, crossovers. And he's like, huh? What does that mean?
4: Oh, man. Oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> and then I immediately felt a, a million years old. <laughs> oh, wow. So uh, so there we go. So uh, that is me. Uh, what is happening uh, to the south, Al? Oh. I'm Al Sedano, and this week I am
3: an agent of Home Alone, hanging Man. out, mainlining entertainment amid loony, obsessive, neurotic eaters. So my <laughs> wife is away for the week. Was away for the weekend. I mean, she's back now, but she was away for the weekend, and so it's just me and the dogs. And most of the time was spent doing podcast stuff and yep. watching like the last eight-ish episodes of uh, Young Justice and movies, mm. but. The dogs. Well, one of them's fine with it. The other one, however, is the first time she's been away for more than several hours without, you know, with me home alone. So he right. keeps like looking at the door. He's looking at me accusingly, like, "What did you do to her?"
2: Yeah, exactly.
3: <laughs> Where did she go? I woke up Friday night. The dog sitting on the bed, staring out the door, staring <laughs> out the door, freaked me out for a minute. i like, "What? What is someone in the house? What?" No, he's just waiting for her to come walking
2: in.
0: Wow. <laughs>
3: crazy dog
2: very nice very nice so he is very happy now
3: because she's back oh. but that was me and normally we would end here but like paul said this is a crossover There's we have so people many here fear. yeah so
2: who's next because i wasn't paying attention i believe darren is next <sighs> hi everybody hey how welcome. are you
1: make yourself at home
5: i will thank you so much murray
3: <laughs> well, I'm scared. Uh, A <laughs> little bit. A little bit.
5: Well, this is an L E G I O N podcast, isn't it? So, not everybody can be good who's on the team. yeah true. <laughs> All right. So, my agent name is Agent Chaos, <laughs> it stands for nothing. Over to you, Travis. Well played. played. (laughs)
4: Oh. Hey everybody, this is T R A V I S Uh, (laughs) This Week um I'm an agent of butter. Um
5: (laughs) (laughs) boy, you from the South.
4: Yes. Although not regular butter. Um, I think all all this, I don't know if anyone else did. Margarine. (laughs) Not even even Mary Jane. Uh, (laughs) So my mom and my stepdad went on a trip up to the Smoky Mountains recently, and uh, I kept their dog for them. And when they came back as payment, I had four jars. Um, I had a pecan apple butter. A caramel pecan apple butter, a maple pecan honey butter, and a banana peanut butter. So I've been eating all of these. <laughs> <laughs> and they are also good. And nice. I, like, like the other podcast knows, half the time I talk about food. Mm-hmm. It's it's and man. you're the skinny
2: one, we know. I would, I would expect no is. less, yeah. I know oh, that the I know that the S in T R A V I S stands for sandwich. <laughs> <laughs>
4: darren you'd be proud of me when i went on vacation i actually ate way too much i gained three pounds
2: i'm very proud of you sir
5: i'm very oh, proud of you
4: i mean i've already lost it but you know I yeah can't. i know i know you have <laughs> shut up shut yeah, up, yeah. Shut up.
5: <laughs> i like looking at my riddler suit going yeah dragon cons in two months yeah, probably not. Probably not. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Those question marks are appropriate. <laughs> they are, very, they are very,
5: they're very stretchy question marks, let me tell you.
4: <laughs> so anyway, that was me. Over to you, Jim.
5: Uh,
6: hey, everyone. I'm Jim Purcell, and I suppose uh, I am uh, agent of unprepared – as I am unbelievably not prepared, really erred preparing. Apologies, ruining established decorum. Damn. <laughs> oh, and I, I spent so long I spent so long making this acronym, I've got nothing to talk about.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, sir, the, you, you just rolled that out. Drop the mic. Drop the mic, sir. Mm. That was great. <laughs> oh no,
6: I I, I I spent like minutes. That was awesome. And thesaur- and
2: thesauruses.
1: Oh, yeah. So many thesaurus.
2: It is, it is an important tool. You know, we've been doing this a few years now mm. and it is. Um, yeah, it is a, a thing where you need a uh, you need a thesaurus and you need you know, you use these tools in order to make all this happen. <laughs> E-words. What are E-words? Come on, give me them all. Okay. Yeah. Something with V. <sighs>
0: hmm.
7: <laughs> all right. Yeah. And that now we are to Derek now. G'day, everybody. I'm Derek Bins, calling from the future to talk about a book in the past. I'm so confused. <laughs> but I got an L-E-G-I-O-N name myself. I am the Sultan of Swing. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> right on. Swing spider webs in new game. I bought the Spider-Man game for my PlayStation and I've oh, been swinging around New York City, whipping webs here and there, beating up bad guys. Nice. Cool. It's
2: cool. cool. Very nice. I remember when the uh, when the ultimate uh, the ultimate Spider-Man game came out years ago. Uh, for the PS3, and that was yeah. I I I, I at some point stopped doing missions because I just wanted to swing around town.
7: Yeah, climbing up buildings mm-hmm. exactly. Photographs.
2: Yeah, because you can, right? Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. So, um, folks, if you uh, um, you know if you had heard uh, of the. Uh, legion of substitute podcasters episode from this past monday you would know that we are looking at issue 69 I can't. Hey be- i can't believe that darren let, let
5: that go until now no, no 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 you're forgetting skype kept dropping me so oh
2: yes <laughs> yes yeah, yeah, so yeah so he was just quiet at the time
5: yeah i would never <laughs> let a 69 joke go by without a a courtesy slap on the bottom I, sir
2: I, I would hope sir i would hope um And so we uh, we got through the first bunch of pages and uh, um, Joe has finally made contact with Tinya or with FaZe. He's Uh, not Jericho. Stop that. Oh, yeah. That's (laughs) a deep that's a deep cut. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And it's sad that that's a deep cut. Um, It is. It's very sad that that's a deep cut. I like that character. Uh, So uh, anyway. Oh, I should also mention and this is very important, uh, is that uh, Michael was going to join us. In fact, he was instrumental um, in uh, coordinating with Al so that we could uh, we could make all this stuff line up. Oh, and, um, so you know, instrumental. So yep. yeah, <laughs> I, like, I said I said to uh, I, I, you know, when Michael started asking me about it, I said to him, you know what, I, I, I'm going to put I, I'm going to put the spreadsheet guys together. So it's going to be like, you know, let's put Al together with Michael and they'll figure it out and they can just tell the rest of us when to be there. <laughs> and uh and so uh but unfortunately with all that uh, michael is unable to join us he is off on a mission to ventura the gambler's planet and is an agent of course of spreadsheet
0: <laughs>
2: synergies proposed really excellent adventures detailed superheroes experiencing extreme team-ups so there we go wow agent of spreadsheet i mean it was entirely appropriate and uh so yeah so we left off um you know we're, we're like what, what what's happening you know we know that um you know Tinya doesn't seem to remember joe and so what's going to go on with that and uh and there's all kinds of stuff going on there so why don't we just get straight into the issue Let's just dive Start, right in. We're starting at page, halfway through. Yeah, page 14. For those of you who want uh, are, are completists and want to go back and, and uh, hear the uh, previous issue, then just head back one episode in the feed or uh, on the site at uh, legionsubstitutepodcasters.com, and, uh, and you can hear us do the first half of this very crossover.
1: Right on. All righty. So we open with Legion Regulations, section E7X8.M. Legion personnel records will not include information on employees' actions, affiliations, or other status prior to date of membership, except where special circumstances apply. See Schedule 3205-Blue. All righty. So we've got this big cliff with a time bubble hanging out there and Joe and Faze are looking out over Cairn and Joe tells Faze, I'm sorry I kissed you. And mm. Faze says, it's all right. And at this point in the story, I was like, what the hell? Because we have been you. left off with like a beautiful little kiss. I mean, yeah, Faze was looking a little, um, it doesn't look like she loved the kiss, but I just was chalking that up to her amnesia. Yeah. However, uh, that was not the case. <laughs> the very next panel, Joe says, I thought you were Tinya. And she says, so I gathered. You guys look so much alike. Um, They look exactly alike. They're wearing <laughs> the same clothes.
2: Hey, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, it, you know, and the reason they look exactly alike is His because
1: it was Tinya.
2: Exactly. Dummies. Just because we've changed our mind now. I know she got Captain adam <laughs> Well, kind of, not really.
6: <laughs> well, is there is there a reason why it got changed?
1: I yeah, they wanted to keep Faze. Did Faze stick around after Zero Hour? Yeah, yeah, she stuck around in the Rebels. Oh, okay. So well, that they explain. needed a reason to keep the character
2: around. Was she in the later Rebels series? I don't, yes. No.
5: No. Oh, oh really? yeah, the, the second one. Oh, you mean the, yeah. the
3: the
2: two thousands one. I don't yeah. recall her being
5: there. No, I
4: don't think so. No, no. she
1: wasn't in that one. No. no. Remember, she, remember
4: her uh her story ends in the reboot legion
1: later. Yeah. 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 She gets enid and then she gets phased <laughs> and tinyed. <laughs> uh, you, know, you, you guys will get there.
3: Her. The mistake. You know, he thought she was Patty. It really was Kathy. It's
1: okay.
6: <laughs> uh, I'm sure if Michael was
1: here, he could tell
6: us exactly how many years away it is. <laughs> exactly, yeah, exactly. Exactly.
2: Exactly.
0: <laughs> anyway. Right.
1: Okay. Let's get into this story. So, Faye says, so I gathered. So, who is she? You don't remember, says Joe. I just appeared here a couple of years ago. I can't recall anything prior to that. And Joe says, well, Tanya was, is the bravest kindest woman i've ever known she's been missing for a long time i used to think she was dead i thought the same about you until today and face says you know me sure your name is enya wazo uh, <laughs> Tinya's cousin well i'm not seeing black and i'm
5: seeing
2: red Dragon. we know
5: we know a couple members of Tinya's family and her name was never mentioned before now no. To my knowledge, so yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You come from a world called uh, Bigzol. Although <sighs> Bigzol, Bigzol, yep. yeah, yeah,
5: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Not uh, in book, the 30th tussle. century. Like know, Mixel That's how play. I like to say it. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Bigzol. She goes. I know that name. I met a man. Wait, did you say 30th century? I'm from the future. You actually met Bigzol. The guy they named the planet after? That's amazing. And Faye says, Joe, what what was I like? Well, and he goes, We we were just kind of acquaintances, really. And she says, Tell me. Well, you weren't a bad person or anything. You were just interested in a lot of things I'd left behind. I guess I don't like being reminded. So what was I interested in? Well, you liked money. Hmm. Boys and booze, <laughs> darling. <laughs> totally. Money. Yeah, money. It's all you ever talked about. You were an interplanetary trader, notorious for taking advantage. Operated within the law, but just barely. You're right. It's coming back to me. But I always wanted to be more like Tinya. From what little I've heard about you in this area, era, maybe you finally are. I really loved her, Joe. So did I. So did I. But something terrible happened. We were we were on our way to buy a wedding dress. That's right, Anya. She and I were to be married <clears throat> until our enemy Glorith struck your cruiser with a time bomb. She might have meant yeah. to send Tinya back here and hit you instead. She's not the most competent foe we've ever faced. (laughs) You're not wrong. Uh, And that's coming from Joe, that's right. So what happened to Tinya? We're going to find out. Come on, I'm taking you home. And that's where those two leave off for now. And we
3: jump into another Legion regulation, Section 4.8. Legion will rigorously follow interplanetary conventions for the humane treatment of prisoners, as outlined in Table 38458, no exceptions. And we're in a Legion holding cell at one of the Argites from like the Argite Massacre last issue. And he's screaming, let me out of here or charge me for crime. You can't hold me here without charges. And the guards there are saying, please, I'm working on it. I haven't been able to get any answers. They're usually pretty good around here when it comes to prisoners' rights. Rights? Your legion slaughtered thousands of, hundreds of Argites. Where were their rights? And he smashes the food tray out of the guy's hands. He's like, hey, just leave me alone. And the guard tells him, wait, someone's coming. Maybe we'll get some answers. And it is the recruits, uh, Lydia, Xena, Davroff, Amon Gigantis, Gigantus, with Baby Lyril and Telepath. And Baby literal tells him, release the Argite. Mm. And that's a little ominous. But yeah. first, we jump back to Lady Quark and Dox and uh, Stealth. And we have another regulation. Section T-7.111. Grievances against supervisors should be submitted directly to the chief executive's office. Of course, that is Dox. And I think that's what she's do- mm-hmm. Quark is doing because she's holding him by the neck off the ground. And her fist yeah. is ready to blast. And by the way, Jim, because you had asked this in the last episode... Uh, I'm seeing here on the DC fandom page uh, her powers are uh, energy projection. Lady Quark can release the nuclear energy that runs through her body from her hands and powerful blasts of energy capable of great destructive force. So it's possible if you go with the, you know, the comic books where they change things a bit that she also could use it low and like melt stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's probably what but she was doing. It was just it was
6: just it looked like she had claws and like uh, like like mm-hmm. like onyx colored
2: skin or something. But that was just the lighting, I suppose. And, and, yes. and, it's, and it's hard to say sort of what's... You get a bit of that with just with the the, the artist's style, too. But, right.
3: Uh, and it also is a life form that was able to change its shape to be Lady Quark. So it might also well, have some point. minor physical bi- abilities that Quark didn't have anyway.
0: Yeah.
3: But she is holding Docs up by his neck saying, I don't appreciate you trying to brainwash me. And Stealth is yelling, Quark, let go! And... Quark kind of gives her a little blast to the face saying, shut up. As I was saying, mind control is low and disguising the means as a routine communication is lower. But sending a child to do your dirty work, I'd have thought that even beneath you, Docs. It's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I. But Quark is or Dark Quark is continuing on her tirade. Yeah. I would have willingly followed orders, but loyalty wasn't enough for you. You had to worm your way inside me, use me. I said, I don't know what you're talking about. We'll see. And she peers into his mind because this creature is telepathic. We'll see. You're telling the truth. And she drops him. I apologize. And, of course, Doc does not care about the apology. He's like, will you tell me what is going on? Because that's all he wants to know.
0: Yeah. Mm
2: -hmm. All right, Paul. All right. So, uh, um, we, uh, we go back down to the holding cells and um, and um, the guy's saying and Lydia and Laurel are, are letting this guy out and uh, this our guide out. And he says, I'm glad to let this this one go. He didn't seem like a criminal. He's been going on and on about the so-called massacre. I can't blame him, I guess, but he's got some wild ideas about LEGION. <clears throat> excuse me, he makes us sound like the bad guys. When Laurel says, stop talking. On your knees, Argite, and he says never. And delero looks over at Almanhac and says, uh, and uh, who uh, then grabs the guy and says, uh, "Do as you're told." Grabs him by the hair, punches him in the gut, hmm. and um, gets him down on his knees. And um, and then another, and then I can't remember who this guy is. Gigantus, uh, yeah, makes with the, uh, the big stick and hits him. And, um, and basically they, they all beat the crap out of him. They blind him and, uh, beat the heck out of him. And, uh, they all seem to be okay with this, even telepath. Um, and, uh, and he suddenly becomes miscolored and says, what, what happened to you? Legion used to stand for, and, um, And then, um, sorry, everyone's names escaping me. Uh, Zena, yeah, Zena zaps him with some eye beams, and um, and uh, and he's done. He's out. And uh, Lydia says, "Do you see, Lyril? They're utterly obedient." And he says, "Very good." Um, Then we get um, um, uh, Docs on the screen. Uh, Daddy Docs, that is. Uh, this is Chief Docs. Pay attention. This is a priority one alert. My son, Leroy Docs, is hereby ordered to report to headquarters. Any personnel citing him are ordered to escort him directly home. Moreover, all electronic communiques with his signature are to be considered confidential and off limits. Under no circumstances are you to follow his orders. As of right now, and we see it. Liril <laughs> uh, Dox is stripped of all authority, and they're all laughing. The uh, the recruits and the gang that was with uh, with Lyril are all laughing at this image. And it says, <laughs> "Legio and uh, Regulation Section A One, all legionnaires
0: will
2: uphold and respect the proper
0: trade-off.
2: <laughs> and then with complete no uh uh ominous uh you know ominous tone at all next zero hour boom. Boom boom, boom, boom 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 indeed there we go so um crazy stuff going on for our team um and i mean it's been building for a while with all the stuff with lyro And um, and so we're going to see where that goes. And I don't think it goes well. No, no,
5: not at all.
2: And um, so uh, how did we feel about the way things ended up with Joe and Tanya?
5: Well, well, in this issue, it definitely feels like the carpet is taken out from under your feet, doesn't it?
2: Yeah, yeah, yes, absolutely yeah, and 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 the part that I had forgotten was that that it was uh, basically her cousin that happened to be in the car with her at the time
6: and that we like, never heard of before
2: right exactly that looks exactly like her and, and, Nor- and they were- her in previous things where we it's saw Tinya go to uh, like we saw this happen to Tanya, um, you know, th- there was no other person in the vehicle.
6: Um, I think well, at this well, but, point we can probably just actually blame zero hour for this. Yes. Yeah. Like the like literally the event because of of things are happening now. Yeah, wibbly
2: wobbly. Um,
3: yep. Oh, I just blame creators. You know, staying up late, being drunk, and watching reruns of Patty Duke.
5: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there, there is, there's that. However, that would have been on Nick at Night around that time, I, I think. Mean, actually. Oh yeah. It's it's still a plausible story because what woman doesn't go out with her best girlfriends to help choose her wedding dress? This happened. TLC's got a whole freaking show about it. Yeah? <laughs> you know? Yeah. So yeah. It, who, it, it's, who, it's who doesn't happen there. It's plausible, is all I'm saying. Who, it, it, who does it feel like a great story? No, but it's plausible. Yeah. Who? I, I
3: remember
2: Shady was busy that day. I didn't want to go. It's possible. Mm-hmm. It's possible. Sorry, what were you gonna say, Jim? So who doesn't Derek. hop in their
6: spaceship? No, me. <laughs> okay, you go. Who doesn't hop in their spaceship and 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 travel to another dimension via wedding dress with their cousin? I mean,
2: it's, it's how you roll. It's how you roll in the future. Now,
7: now, Derek. Okay, I remember X-Men back in the '80s was always described as soap opera with capes, but this yes. this is pure soap opera here. Yeah. Really? Oh, it was my identical twin cousin who we'd never heard of before we crashed into the Amazon. And
2: yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So we
7: switched. We switched haircuts.
2: So <laughs> while we say that, that, that you know, yes, you can. OK, I guess it could be plausible. Um, it, It's still it's a it's a big letdown. Oh, totally yeah. Is, yeah. I oh, mean, God, yes. You know, uh, I mean, she has been built up as Tinya from the beginning of the book. And then to, like, and Darren, you said it best at the beginning is the, uh, yeah, the rug's been pulled out. Like, oh, yeah, totally. Sorry, guys. This thing that we, the, the like, I mean, when did she show up? Like, issue eight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
6: And, and, and there was a whole thing in Annual One where you see the Durlin get swapped
2: with someone who looks like Tinya. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Wearing her costume as well. But I guess that's is, just what which, you wear when is, you go dress shopping in uh, um, Big Bigsicle.
1: Which, which is why. Which is she wanted why to I, uh, confuse the paparazzi. Yeah. Which,
6: which is why I think you can actually blame the actual zero hour like uh, time shenanigans on this. Because yeah. it very well could be she was Tinya right up until she wasn't.
2: Yeah, well, uh, yeah, yeah. She was, and that, and that's very true. Uh, you know, literally,
0: um, it's just
5: very annoying how they end this story at the end of the Legion run. Yeah,
0: yeah right. It's no, like,
5: I mean, well, where the hell has she been this whole time? Yeah, no. You,
3: I mean, you are right, Jim. At a hundred percent, that is a very in-story or in-universe explanation. Mm-hmm. But out of it, it's like, oh, come on, yeah. seriously? That's what you're going to do to us? You're going to give some Sunrise Bay, ex- you know, ending? Yeah.
7: <laughs> Maybe we needed a panel in an earlier issue where FaZe is walking down the corridor, it all fades to white, and then it's FaZe still walking down the corridor. So in the other yeah. issues, we know that somebody had always been swapped out with that, but it would have added maybe a bit of mystery to think, well, why hasn't phase changed?
0: Yeah,
5: yeah. Yeah, so it's... Well, um, the reason why phase didn't change is because people were buying and because Phantom Girl was in the book. Is yeah. that why they were buying it? No, Some of them were, I'm sure. I don't know. Phantom Girl got killed off like around the same time FaZe appeared in LEGION. Like by well, the she, time they revealed Phantom Girl's disappearance in the five year later run, she shows up in LEGION on the cover. Like, prominently. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like it was a... Uh, oh, also... It uh, wasn't subtle. No, it wasn't no. subtle at all. It's like, oh, Phantom Girl's dead. Oh crap! And then you see, oh, you see the, the solicits the first, for Legion. The
2: first Phantom Girl's the, on the cover. The first issue that she appeared in, it said Phantoms on the yeah on the cover.
5: So, uh, in my mind, she was always Phantom Girl. She Jesus. continues to be yeah. Phantom Girl. Joe is dumb, and Tinya has some kind of concussion. Well,
7: yeah. Joe is so, okay. desperate
2: yeah, well, that's oh, yeah, that that's
7: true. That's true. Maybe it's, it's an it's, ultra gain situation, yeah, mm-hmm.
6: could be I yeah. mean you have to ask why did they bother resolving this? And I guess finding out that phase continues to exist after zero hour is the reason this has to be resolved, yeah, in in yeah. this fashion.'t yeah, you, yeah, can't, do, wanted, you, can't, you yeah. can't you can't just leave it you know unresolved. You have yeah. to establish yeah. it that this is what has happened and what is you know what is the explanation.
3: I suppose. Well, it's, pro- mm-hmm. it's It might be something similar to the uh, Superman office issue where it's like Pyre's like, this is my character now. This has been our char- the Legion character for 60 yeah. issues. You can't um, have it back. Yeah, you don't get it back just to kill her. We're keeping her. So we have to make it somebody else because I'm keeping this character and I'm still writing it.
6: Mm-hmm. That's right. I, get, I guess with the reboot coming, if she had gone back to the future as Tanya, she would have been rebooted and been taken off the board. I guess yeah. that's a really good point.
3: Because this yeah. version of Joe is – gone pretty you know he's gone pretty soon i mean there's got to be an ultra boy but yeah it's not he was never in mo dragon
5: yeah and that that's why they had to resolve that's, this because they were they knew where they had to go at the end of zero hour at this point internally we didn't know but dc writers and editorial knew what was going on
3: i, mean, I guess it's a rock and hard place Pay your, i mean they probably felt mm-hmm. like okay they did this because they wanted to give us
5: an ending but yep. they really couldn't give us the real ending they didn't they couldn't give us the ending that the fans wanted. And I'm not a big, you know, purveyor of fan service, but this just felt the way they teased it out. The way they did in the book, Oh Tinya's still alive, you met a girl who looks just like her. You know, yeah. what are what are the odds? You know? And then so, oh my god, well it has to be FaZe. And sure enough, Fowler was in L E G I O N for a bit. So yeah, it's FaZe. Go back and meet her, blah, blah, blah and then it turns out to be a a, a relative of hers but not Tinya. Yeah. it yeah. it feels very short changey but we know why they did it you know yeah you know, well,
2: ab- absolutely i mean
5: yeah
6: it's just you really want
5: more heartbreak for joe Tinya's still dead
6: as far as do he's you re- concerned. do you really want to go cross-eyed no valor the valor <laughs> uh oh, yeah. the valor in the future that told Joe that he met FaZe, mm-hmm. didn't ever actually meet FaZe, as you recall, mm-hmm. from the events of Valor. Because he was dead, right? Because he was dead. Yeah, but,
5: yeah don't find no, the, the issue with facts, Jim.
3: That's that's the SW6 Valor. That's Right, right. Team, the yeah.
6: Valor Hang on. The wait, Valor wait. that the adult Valor is supposed to be the young Valor that we met. The SW six Valor replaced him when he died. But I don't think Adult Valor is supposed to be SW six Valor because that never really connects. Cause, cause SW six Valor never met FaZe, is my I guess what I'm getting at. Hmm.
2: SW six Valor never met Faze. like I said, time travel. Yeah, yeah. Once you start messing you start tugging at those threads. So just a note, um, issue nine was actually the first appearance of FaZe. Uh, that's where she first showed up. Um, what issue of uh, Legion of Superheroes so, was it? So, so that was November of 1989. And we find out that
5: Phantom Girl is deceased in Legion number two. Um, so
6: Legion launched well before
2: Yeah. Legion oh, yeah. Yeah. But but here's the thing. November 89 was the same month that issue one came out. Yeah, so right. we actually saw FaZe in this book... A month before we learned what that 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 she was gone mm-hmm. in, in issue two, of, yeah, that was that was in the back matter of issue two, yeah. Which, so we still didn't know, right? Like, so we, you know, for those who were, were reading both books, um, you know, it was like, oh, there's a new Legion series, and um, and and then in that next issue, you hear that she had died, and then you're like, oh, no, wait, I know she's back in the 20th century, I saw that last month. Mm-hmm. In that, uh, you know, that Legion dot book. Yeah, it's a,
5: it's Legion, it's it's time travel shenanigans going on here. She's not really dead. And then there's more. It's more clearly pointed out several months later during
6: the first annual, I Mm -hmm. believe.
2: Well, and and even during the. they sort of settle the Durland's part in it in the first six or seven, or it definitely in issue eight, right? When they do the origin story and it's yeah. like, yeah, so the, that Durland was definitely, um, brand brand and, uh, and, and I mean, you, you see bits of it, you know, it's the whole thing of discussing the Lobo problem. Like we have, we saw that in early issues, um, where, where we saw that scene kind of, uh, um, played out over and over again. Um to to how the Derlin got there. So messy, messy, and that's just one of those things that happens I think uh, I think everyone brought some good points as to the possible reasons behind it, you know, where it is, hey, we've been using her for ages. you've done just fine without her
0: mm-hmm.
2: and um, and now you're just gonna do a thing where you have a different version of her anyway. Um, yes yeah. so. It's-
3: yeah. It's one of the things that happen when the creators intend something, but they don't actually say it. So, therefore, mm-hmm. once they're off the book, it doesn't matter what
5: you intended. Mm-hmm. Yeah. you never said. It's like when you're dealing with uh, with a playwright. And yeah. I, I sometimes did some stuff uh, local in town for new play workshops. Correct. And I would constantly tell the playwrights, if it's not written down in the text, it can be interpreted um a whole lot of different ways. Yeah. So if you so if you intend for someone in your play to be male or female, you write that down. If you use a word like uh Joey, Joey could be a nickname for a, a girl named Josephine.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
5: A- and and that can be interpreted differently. So if it's not she lives down. She lives down the creek from Dawson. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So it. This is one of these things where if if you don't write it down, you don't commit it to the canon. It's not canon. You may have interpreted it one way when you wrote it. But you know. Yeah. But once a reader reads it, it can have an entirely different, you know, um, landing strip with that person based upon their interpretation of it. Yeah. Things. Yeah.
3: So, so thing with uh, kitty pride.
0: Mm-hmm. Like her sexuality. Oh, totally, totally. Claremont
3: had said totally. he's intended it, but it doesn't matter. It wasn't actually,
5: mm-hmm. you know, fully said, so... Well, it's like, we were talking about Jericho recently, too. Jericho yeah. was yeah. interpreted by uh, many people as being gay because he was, he was mute, so he couldn't talk. Yeah. You know, he was an artsy guy. It, his costume wasn't overly masculine. You know, it had the flowy sleeves and everything. Yeah. yeah. And they had to actually put it in in the letter column that Jericho's straight and you, you see Joey painting a nude woman, but that didn't, that didn't satisfy everyone because Joey's an artist, you know? So, so they
2: made him a bit of a ladies man. They, they
5: had to make him a bit of a ladies man in yeah. order to get everyone off their case about Joey being possibly gay. Yeah. Look, look, Joey again. Um, <laughs> I, I, I mm, th- this is one of those things, in, you know, it, it's, it drives me crazy when people say, Okay, so I'm, I'm going to go tangent, lad. Sorry, we're crossing over. Ugh. So there's a Broadway musical called Company, and it actually won Best Musical tonight at the Tony's for a revival. It's been around since 1970. Yeah, And they're doing a gender-swapped lead version on Broadway now. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the lead is usually Bobby, a man.
0: Yeah.
5: And it is now Bobby, a female, right. as the lead. And it's all about... Bobby is reviewing all of her relationships in light of her 35th birthday amongst her married friends. So it's all vignettes about the married couples. And then you see the girlfriends originally, now the boyfriends of of Bobby. And there are a couple lines in there to say, maybe, maybe Bobby's gay. Why, why haven't they, why isn't Bobby committed yet? And this becomes a thread. But as a queer person reading this, yeah, it's like yeah, Bobby is gay, and that's why all these marriages are not going to work for him. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. But if you're a straight person watching that play, you're like, yeah, Bobby needs to find the right person. <laughs> you know, because that's what the play is, quote unquote, about. Even right. Sondheim wrote it with uh, someone else whose name I'm I'm misplacing in my head right now, and he he was a queer man, and he's like, no, Bobby's straight, but it's not on paper that Bobby is, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So we bring our interpretation of the, of the artwork to us from our perspective. When we read what we're reading,
2: George and, Firth, George, yeah, George Firth was. thank the, you. Yeah.
5: So, so when you're looking at something as simple as, Oh, Phantom girl died over here. but here's this character named phase over here. Yeah. Same powers, same costume, same look, in, in a medium which does time travel like we like we change underwear. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, it's the same character. So this this felt like a really bad resolution yeah. to to that situation from from my standpoint. I know why they did it. I know the reasons why Absolutely. they did it in the house, but from a, a reader's perspective at the time, it was going to be this big romantic, oh my God, we're going to get some yeah. catharsis here. We didn't get the catharsis. We got we got the rug pulled out from underneath us. Yeah. We got. Yeah. yeah.
2: Everything, you know, very uh, very, and and such a very contrived soap opera solution. Mm-hmm. And uh, and, you know, and it is it is either way it ends up being unsatisfying. I, I can't imagine yeah. that there was anyone who was like, oh, thank God it was the cousin.
5: Yeah, I know. Right. Like that's the ending you wanted. I would I'd rather they go down the down the uh, line of, oh, no, really, she's an evil twin, you know, because that would be appropriate for L.E.G. That's a, that's a trope that they've used, you know, but what using right now? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. hundred percent. So, yeah. you know, I, I just felt like we really wanted to see Joe and Tinya together more than one panel, which is what we got. Absolutely. At the end of it, you know, yeah. so or either. Yes, she was really dead. Her body was found. One of the two. So yeah. this sew so this up, you know. Yeah exactly. I just think it's funny that Joe's the one always doing the time travel in that group. Yeah, right? <laughs> He's always being sent back in yeah. time. Like, y'all,
2: get it right the first time, please, for the love of God. <laughs> All righty then. So I think we uh, we have uh, we have uh, completed our crossover here, folks, and it's awesome. Woo-hoo! And uh, thank you, uh, everyone, for joining us. Uh, thank you, Alan Murray, for joining us on the other show on Monday, mm-hmm. and uh, and thank you, uh, Derek, for joining us on both. And uh, and and Jim, Travis, and Darren, thank you for uh, for heading over here and trying out your acronyms on uh, on the other part of the feed. And uh, it's awesome, folks. You may have things that you want to share. About your thoughts on uh, on the whole uh, Tinya is now Anya thing. Um, and maybe you just wanted to sail away, sail away, sail away. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but you can send that feedback to us at Legion of Substitute Podcasters at, at gmail.com. You can uh, head over to the Facebook group, uh, Facebook.com slash, uh, or no, Facebook slash, uh, Facebook. Dot leisure Substitute Podcasters.com. Oh, good grief. And um, in addition to all those things, you can head over to our website, Legion where you can leave a comment on this or any episode. Mary?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And with that, I am going to say see you all.
1: L A T E R. B Y E.
3: S A L A K A H L E.
2: Nope. No, no. Not having it. Not (laughs) having it.